Hey guys, welcome to season two. We're ready to rock and roll with Balance Above Everything Bay Podcast. It's your host, Miss West, creative coach, and I am ready to bring you the real. Go, go, a go, a go, a go, a go. Alright, so as you guys know, we're going to do an icebreaker, and today we're going to do two truths and a lie. I have Jasmine here, and so Jasmine, I'm going to start off with two truths and a lie, and then you'll do the same, and we'll probably do like two rounds of that. Okay, this is going to be fun. Go ahead. Yes. (laughs) Alright, so um, I was born in Germany. I'm the youngest and the only girl of five kids, and lastly, I do not like dogs. I feel like you're lying about the second one. Are you really the youngest of five boys? No. Oh, I know it. <laughs> so good job. Um, I'm the youngest, but there's only two brothers, so my mom had a total of three kids. Okay. But but you're right. So good job. Okay, perfect. Your turn. Okay, my turn. Um. Oh, this is. I always get. Uh, it's always tricky for me. Okay. So. Would you say you're not a good liar? <laughs> I'm not a good liar. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay. So last August. I traveled to London, Paris, Cape Verde, and Bali in one month. Mm-hmm. Next thing, I am the youngest of three children. Next thing, I will be going to Mexico next month. Huh. Well, you hesitated on the last one. It's like you had to think about where you was going. So, I would say that you're lying about the last one. I promise that wasn't a trick. I'm not lying about the next, the last one. I'm going to Mexico next month. But I am the middle child. Got you. Okay. So you went to all of those um, places in one month? Yes. Was that like a... Tell me more about that. Okay. So when it came to Cape Verde, that's the island off the coast of Africa, my sorority sister was getting married and her and her husband were from there. So they, you know, always planned to have a wedding there. So... Somehow, some way, I saved up, and <laughs> I went. So on the way there, it was a, um, a layover in London because I was actually flying from LA. That's where I used to live. Mm-hmm. So it was a layover in London. So I flew um, from London to Paris. I stayed there for a weekend with my best friend because right. she was visiting a friend out there. Okay. So I stayed there for a weekend, and then I flew out to Paris. So Paris is only like a layover type of situation, but right. I still claim it. <laughs> I, girl, I don't blame you. And then I went over to Cape Verde. Nice. So my boyfriend and I, it was um, the first year we were together. So it was just, matter of fact, we weren't even together for a year. But, you know, he was just like, I want to go somewhere exotic. Come through. So I, I was like, all right. So I picked Bali. <laughs> Out of all places, Bali, Indonesia. So it was a beautiful Girl, vacation. And all of that came in the same month. It just was like kind of a coincidence. Get it. That's what's up. All right. So we'll do another round. And thanks for sharing that. Um, my favorite food is pickles. I'm allergic to cats, and I flew a plane before. Hmm. You are not allergic to pickles. I said I was allergic to cats. <laughs> oh, you said you don't like pickles. I said my favorite food was pickles. I'm sorry. You're fine. I, I'm all over the place. So, favorite food, pickles, allergic to cats, and I flew a plane before. Um, I feel like that pickles thing is just... It's, it's just... Something ain't right in my spirit about that one. Gotcha. <laughs> and so I I do like pickles. Um, 
I am allergic to cats. I've never flown a plane. Oh, dang. I, I, I said I flew a plane, not I flew on, but yeah. Okay. So you got that wrong. Yeah, I got it wrong. No worries. Okay, your turn. Okay. So I love little dogs. I have a niece and I have a big brother. Okay. So I'm, I'm like dealing... I feel like the psychology in me is like, okay, her eyes shifted when she said the last one. So, because I'm, I'm paying attention to your body language, so we'll see if I'm right. Uh, the last one is a lie. No, the first one. What? I'm not a fan of little dogs. You're not. You look no. like you got a little chihuahua sitting no, in the I crib. No, I like bigger dogs. Like I had a lab growing up, so okay. I don't know. And then now we have like a little dog. He's getting bigger, but it's just like I don't resonate too well with him. I like yeah. bigger dogs. They're like more calm. I had a lab too growing up. He was a golden retriever. Ours was a Labrador retriever. It was er, a Labrador retriever. Bingo. Yeah, Labrador retriever. Because the golden ones are kind of shaggy, right? Yeah, it's like Full House comic. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing. No problem. It was. Hey, baby. Hey, guys. It's Miss West Creative Coach, and I want to welcome you to season two of the Bay Podcast. Today is an exciting day because we're rocking off season two with Jasmine. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, but just know it's a magical day today, girl. <laughs> yes. Congratulations on your season two. I'm so hyped that I'm on the first episode. Thank you for being here, and thanks so much. Yes, well, my name is Jasmine Rockmore. I am a counselor, certified life coach, and new author. So basically, with my brand, I specialize in helping women overcome their fears and just initiate faith in their lives so they can live in abundance. Oh, that is dope. So you're you're a therapist as well? Yes. Certified life coach, and you just launched a book? Yes. It's on pre-order right now, Walking on Cold Water. That's what it's called. I love that title. Yes. So we're going to dig more into your book. But tell us a little bit about your mental health and your certified life coaching. Okay, so as far as um, the certified life coaching, I just actually became a certified life coach in October when I moved to Atlanta. Okay. Um, but prior to that, I graduated with my master's in professional clinical counseling in 2017. So I'm grinning because like we have so much in common. Um, really? My master's is in clinical counseling, and I'm on the certified life coach journey as well. So. We'll definitely have to talk more about that off record, but welcome to welcome to the A, girl. Thank you. <laughs> I love it here. How long, how long have you been here? I've only been here since October. Okay. So I got here in June of last year, so I'm only a couple months before you. Wow. Acting like this is my city, talking <laughs> about welcome to the A, but it is my city now. Exactly. You're going to love it. I love it already. I feel like I'm growing so much. It's like the amount of connections that I grew just since October is yeah. tremendous. That's what's up. All right. So when you think of just your journey, because it's called Entrepreneur on the Rise, and I really like digging into how has it been being an entrepreneur? What's been going well? What has been some struggles or some things that you've been working through? Because when people listen to the podcast, I'm sure most of them or some of them are entrepreneurs as well. And the goal is to let everyone know you're not alone and there is some method to the madness so what's been going well in regards to your journey in regards to being an entrepreneur um I think that one thing that has been going well for me is trusting my gut Mm -hmm. I know when some things don't feel right I know when I have to take a step back and a lot of the times you know when you're surrounded by individuals who are so goal-oriented and so motivated that can be intimidating to you because it's like 
oh no, I should be doing this and I should be doing that. But it's like, if it doesn't feel right and you're good, right. then you have to pause and reevaluate things. That doesn't mean you have to stop. Just means you have to pause. And mm-hmm. that's totally important. Um, for example, I know a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with the idea of working and also pr- pursuing entrepreneurship. And um, I know it's something that can be done, but sometimes it's, it's, it's way harder than it sounds. Right. Especially for me. I, when I came here, I didn't have a job. I still don't have a job. So that was kind of something that I thought was going to be easy, but then it was like that. Like sometimes having that as having a job actually kind of keeps you occupied and then it gives you no choice but to do what you got to do right you get off you got a great point and just backing up a little bit you mentioned about sometimes we're comparing ourselves to others or or looking at what other people are doing and like oh i'm not doing as much but what i've learned is to stay in my own lane and i even have to catch myself sometimes if i'm like looking on social media or whatever and i feel a difference in my spirit or just my demeanor shifts, I just turn it off because you cannot get distracted. And that's all it is, is a distraction. Exactly. Like social media is such a blessing and a curse <laughs> in the same sentence because it's like as much as it can motivate you, it can also discourage you if you let it. Most definitely. So you got to be conscientious, which it sounds like we are both woke in that area. Yes. <laughs> so you said you're not working right now, but that kind of gives you an opportunity to really pour into your platforms, right? It does. Um, I will say it does, but it was kind of one of those things. As I mentioned before, I had to take a step back because I was just like moving forward um, with coaching. I Mm -hmm. love coaching, but it was still some unfinished business that I had in my life, and that's where counseling Mm -hmm. came in. And it's like you'll feel that sometimes when you're trying to do something and you're trying to create something or a life, and then it's like, something from your past oh yeah pops up and that was counseling for me it was like hey girl when you gonna get this licensure so i had to kind of reshift my focus because even moving forward with coaching you know sometimes when you meet with clients Mm -hmm. and you're talking to clients about life and things like that and about them moving forward sometimes the past comes up for them as well and it's like as a coach I'm not, I don't really have jurisdiction to really step up in people's past and, and help them heal from the past. Right. Because I'm goal-oriented as a coach. I want to help you overcome these fears so that you can initiate your faith and just live abundantly. But it's like, we can't do that if you have a lot of brokenness in the past, if you have a lot of bones that's buried that you don't really want to talk about. Right. And that's kind of the difference between coaching and counseling. And I'm just like, imagine if I can combine these things yep. and really create a business. But that required me to step back a little bit and to really go back and get that licensure. So I'm in the process of doing that right now. (laughs) Perfect. That's dope. So what do you do? Let's say right now, if you have a client who is trying to dig back in the past or you're seeing some clinical stuff that needs to be addressed, like how do you handle that? As a coach, mm-hmm. um, what I'm ethically bound to do is tell them that I, you know, I may have studied counseling in the past, but I'm not licensed. And I can refer them to plenty of counselors in the area who can allow them to tap into that. Yep. And either they can do it simultaneously, which is what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But I know that sometimes I don't know if counseling or coaching, I don't know what people insurance situation is. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to be conscious of that. So even if I say, you know, maybe... You can pursue that and then come back to me because this is, you know, you have your whole life. This is a, you know, let's build correctly. You can't build a foundation on shaky ground. That's a great metaphor. 
Um, I love how you said that. And another thing that I noticed when you're doing coaching or when I'm doing coaching, you're trying to hold someone accountable and help them move, but you know that you haven't done exactly. it. Exactly. That, that little critter be sitting on your shoulder like, girl, you know, you need to stop playing. Your conscience will eat at you. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a great point. Now, as you think about your journey being here in Atlanta, what has been, um, I'm not going to say barrier, but opportunity for growth for you in, in the entrepreneurial journey? Um, I feel like putting myself out there, especially when it comes to like social media. Oh, it can be a beast sometimes. Like you really got to be um, diligent mm-hmm. with posting and just continue to put your content out there. Um, continue like I'm I'm. I have a book on pre-order. Right. So just continue to make sure that I post, that I'm putting my book out there, putting alerts for my book, giving people a preview so that when it comes out, um, they'll have all the information they need to get it and then they can get it now. It'll come right in the mail in a nice little package. Right. So just making sure that I'm that I'm marketing myself and why? Because that's so important if I want people to buy my book or even know about it. Because the first sales of a book usually is from your family and friends. Right. But then you need those people that you don't know who needs your story. Most definitely. And for me, it's just consistency. Like, I've been working with a couple um, specialists, if you may, and make a content calendar. There's apps where you already set it up and it will put it out there for you. Because I find myself doing it manually in the moment and that is what tricks us up because we have so much going on so that impedes the consistency Mm -hmm. so there are tools we will talk about that there's tools to work smarter and not harder yes i like that yeah so you said putting yourself out there i met you at a networking event so i did see you at one um have you been to any other events since then and if not like i always ask people what are some entities that you follow or events around town that you kind of like want to make sure that you're present at, if you know of any? Okay. So one thing I will say is I do make sure that I get out to these events. Whenever I see um, somebody post something on social media or anything like that, and yep. I see if it's like about intra- entrepreneurship and any way I can grow, like the, the event we went to was by Brandfell Activate. Yep. Um, her and her Amber. partner Bay, mm-hmm. um, Bay Photography and or, Bay Podcast. I was kidding. Yeah, yeah. So Bella yep. Rouge, I think that's what she um, goes by. Mm-hmm. So they do events together, just kind of, just to kind of inspire and uplift um, women. Who that are was a dope event. It was. I, loved, I it. loved it. It was so good. So I always they do. They had an event before that I went to. Okay. My coach Robin Robbins has the Trailblazer Conference coming up, and I'm actually a part of it on a panelist session. Yes, I seen your speaker flyer. We're going to post that on the website, um, on the IG page. But tell us more about that conference you're involved in. Yes, so the conference, I, I'm, I know Coach Robin because she is my book coach. She helped me put together my book and just gave birth to my journey. She's the midwife. Yes, the, the midwife, y'all. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap. So. She is putting on a conference along with another lovely lady. And both of them are putting on a conference in September. And I chose to be a part of it. And I'm so excited. So my segment that I'll be covering on the panel is building relationships in business. Oh, that's dope. So I'm really Congratulations. That. Thank you. That is, I always love seeing individuals grow, right? 
Because what we do, we have this thought on our head, we activate it, we set goals, we implement, but it's so much bigger. You end up becoming an expert in your platform, which then you can teach others, which then open up other opportunities and it just grows from there and it flourishes and blossoms. So um, that's what I love about being an entrepreneur. Like right now I'm doing things that I never even thought I would be doing, Right. but I'm being sought out for it. Um, I enjoy doing it. So why not? Right. It was like kind of one of those things for me because I'm like, y'all want little old me? I have an opportunity to be a part of this. Yeah. So it was really cool. Just even the conference calls that we have where I'm listening to other people who are on, you know, or speakers and things like that talk about what they'll be talking about. So I'm like yeah. really excited to be a part of this. You're learning so much than just being a speaker at this conference. Like, Soon, you're going to be having your own conference and you're going to be selecting people. We're going to speak that into existence, right? Yes, speaking it into existence. <laughs> and when I say soon, I'm not talking about next week. I mean, it could be two years from now. It could be five years from now. But, like, I know that's one of my goals. Yes, well, to highlight that, I just did my first brunch along with three of my other girlfriends in Philly. We do, like, kind of empowerment brunches. Okay. See, I've seen a lot of people doing this when I traveled to D.C., when I traveled, to, when I was living in Atlanta. Right. Or not not Atlanta, living in L.A. Mm-hmm. I've seen different people doing, like, empowerment brunches. So yeah. I was like, I want to do one in my city. So we just put on one recently, and it was really cool. So That's what's up. I'm going to continue to do them. Like yeah. quarterly or maybe probably twice a year mm-hmm. since I live in Atlanta and I'm trying to stay my behind here. <laughs> yeah. You're giving me an idea to put up one in my city, which is Topeka, Kansas. Um, really? Yeah. And just conversations like this evoke other thoughts and ideas. That's why I love collaborating. So we're going on a tangent. So we're going to come bring it back in. So now what we're going to do is kind of something kind of just different and fun. Um, if you had a magical wand and you could kind of think about where you are and what you're doing in your business and dream as big as you want, paint me a picture. My eyes are closed, y'all, FYI, because I'm such a kid. So you have this magical wand. Paint that picture of what it would look like for you and your business. Okay, so my magical wand will put me at 38 years old, so 10 years from now. Okay. So, my magical wand, I will have my own counseling set slash coaching facility. I will also have a couple properties under my belt. And um, I always had a dream to do a, like, own a property, like an event planning property, yeah. you know, event space. Girl, me too. We might have to connect, connect. Exactly. So, I would love <laughs> to have an event space in Atlanta. So, nice. I don't need to be a planner, even though I enjoy doing it, but I can understand yeah. the stress, especially with the schedule that I plan on having. Yeah. So, just to be able to employ my people, to have, you know, to be an employer of many different people. Right. And just be able to be a supervisor. Like, right now, I'm... Um, Kind of at someone else's mercy when it comes to supervision because it, you do have to pay for it when it get when getting your counseling hours. Yeah. But I want to be able to give that experience to somebody as an employer. And after two years, you can provide supervision, right? Is yes. It, yeah. And guys, FYI, she's talking about the mental health hat of being a therapist. She would like to be a supervisor, so supervising other therapists and helping them get their hours for supervision. Yes, and do all of this by be, while being a, a wife and a mother. So. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we ain't talking about the fam fam. Okay. But 
Well, no, I'm just it saying, can happen. Juggle all of those roles. Got you. That's my magic wand experience. And not be stressed about it. Be excited about it. Okay, that's a good point. We could be talking about self-care all day. So, <laughs> as we wrap up, what would be one word that would describe your experience on Bay Podcast today? I would say energetic. Mm-hmm. We had some really good energy flowing between us. Yeah. Fun. I would and agree. I feel like I am now, I have a boost after finishing this podcast with you. Oh, dope. Yes. Girl. Snap, snap, snap. And I'm on the same lines. I would say fun. Like, I probably haven't laughed or smiled as much today as I have in this mm, 15, 20 minutes. So that's a positive. So thank you, girl. You're welcome. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast. And just really quickly, where can everybody find you at? And where can they find your book? Okay, everybody can find me on J.Rockmore Enterprises on Facebook and Instagram. That's J. Perrier, R-O-C-K-E-M-O-R-E Enterprises. And that is on Instagram and Facebook. As far as my book, Walking on Cold Water, woo-hoo, it is on pre-order at J.Rockmore.com. Again, that is J.R-O-C-K-E-M-O-R-E.com. Oh, walking on cold water. I'm going to have to check it out. Thanks again for coming. No problem. Thanks for having me. Whoop, whoop. Hey, guys. So on every segment, I try to have a sharing is caring tidbit. And on this one, I'm going to highlight my personal event coming up. It's August 10th, and it's called Bay Brainstorming Mini Mastermind. I'm going to have special guests, the marketing sisters. They're going to be giving tidbits on how to work smarter and not harder by providing tools for you all. And then we will sit in a room and basically talk about our business, get feedback from one another in a trusting environment, and really build up some new ideas so you can continue to flourish. I'm super excited about it. Um, The link is in the bio. I don't have many tickets left, so make sure you get them now. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what we had to share. Make sure to follow me on IG, Miss West Creative Coach, and check out my website, MissWestCreativeCoach.com. Schedule your clarity call so we can connect.